to Gensoki Radio Live number 65 tonight. I am joined with Nano and DMJ. It's been a while, DMJ. Uh, welcome welcome back to the station. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so bad. Uh, well, can, 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 can I get everybody, everybody in chat, just please... Do, do do me do me solids and you know that episode of like dragon ball z where goku needs to absolutely decimate whoever he's fighting and he's like everybody give me your energy <laughs> put your hands up can, can we get that just give can your energy get to that DMJ. In for he... me and my girlfriend we are very sick yeah <laughs> they they need it for sure well hang in there mate uh, it sounds like you're on the up yeah. and up though so yeah, we're we're getting better. At least it's not the one that's the flu that's putting everybody in the hospital. It's the flu that's the seventy-two hour stomach bug. So yeah. no good, yeah. but now hang in there. Uh, Zara is currently on his way as well. He'll join us in about five or ten minutes here. But until then, <clears throat> this is Gensoki Security Live number sixty-five. If you aren't already. A part of our Discord server, you can join us there at discord.gg slash gr, or there's also a link on our website at consokiradio.net. That is also another way that you can listen to this radio broadcast here right now live, and if it's not live, then you're probably listening on Mixcloud, our shows tab, or Satchel. Yes, that's right. One thing that I did this past week here is we finally updated all of the shows that we've had between Live 53 and Live 64 on our shows tab, which by extension shows up on Satchel. Um, and if you have no idea what Satchel is, it, I guess it's been a while since we've talked about it. That's an app that you can have on your, your Android or iOS device, and you can listen to our shows that way. It's just another way to do the same thing that you can do everywhere else. So, so we have Ooh. we actually have a lot of topics tonight. Um, as far as things go, since DMJ is here, I'm going to bring this up first. We've been talking about the potential, the possibility of having another cooking show on the station, Coffee. and <laughs> and uh, oh. it sounds like it sounds like you are excited about this idea. Oh yeah, you you guys have no idea. Like, my girlfriend has been coming over almost every weekend, and one of our favorite things to do is sit down and cook delicious, delicious, delicious meals. And I have learned a lot of new recipes through her and through uh, all the different stuff. Like we we like Food Network, where that is our jam at the moment. Uh, actually, before the show, we were watching Chopped. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> we uh, let's just say I know how to make a mean chicken parmesan with vodka sauce. I know how to do that. <laughs> it's so good. Cool. So if we did another cooking show, would there be anyone else with you? I know we had Zach, or you and Zach were together the first cooking show we did. Um, I don't... I'm thinking it's either going to be either just by myself or I want to bring my, maybe bring my girlfriend on and maybe even see if she wants to, to do it. I don't know how comfortable she is. I'm going to have to ask her, but I mean, like, that would be awesome. That would be interesting. I talk her in. Yeah, just <laughs> us, us doing, doing some, showing people how to make some awesome chicken parmesan or awesome, like, arancini or something like that. That would be cool. 
I I know food terms because I watch Food Network. Iron Chef me. <laughs> that's all. That's all anyone needs to know how to cook. Just watch the Food Network channel. Yeah, that's all you need. Alton Brown will guide the way. Yep. So Alton Brown is. I'm just gonna preface this. Alton Brown is my hero. If I were to meet any person on Earth, I want it to either be Adam Savage or Alton Brown, because both of them are the same person, but one's science, one's food. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, yep. Since the last time we did a cooking show, DMJ, I've actually been doing more cooking. Um, it was sort of a. Uh, a thing that was suggested to me like at the beginning of the year since i'm still here with my family for the time being um to just start out by cooking a meal every week for everyone and so i've been getting more experience under my belt as far as that goes and uh i think last week i did a combination of things i i cooked a stew i made grilled cheese grilled cheese sandwiches and i also cooked croissants in the oven so i had three things going at the same time it was you know like they're all individually very easy things to do but when you put them together then you suddenly have this element of time management and so that whole thing is just something i guess i've been practicing for when we do our next cooking show or at least it'll help yeah <clears throat> i didn't mean <clears throat> We got the logistics down. We know how to do it. It's just execution. <laughs> when we did the first cooking show, I made chocolate chip cookies. And I I think I started a little late just because, like, we did our intro thing. We said, you know, you guys got to open the box that I sent you and you picked out the aprons. Um, and then I don't think I actually started, cook like, preparing the cookies because I was making them from scratch um, until, like, at least 20 minutes into the show. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whereas you guys had already like done prep and you hadn't cooked things yet, but you had already put things together. So it was kind of oh, like, yeah, we were, yeah, because you guys knew we how knew long how it was going to take. And I underestimated that. I think I still, I, I mean, I started cooking towards the end of the show and I could show people <laughs> like baked cookies on stream, but then it was just a matter of getting rid of all the cookie mix I had. And that took time. Oh, yeah. It was like, what, yeah. 10 minutes I mean, or whatever for each batch? Yeah. And I mean, like, it's all about simplicity, what you're what you're going to do. And I mean, if it some stuff takes prep work, and get that out of the way before you even start. I mean, like, like a lot of the times you watch these cooking. I mean, like I said, Food Network like, definitely prepares me for this. Because if you do it, you, you have to understand, like, a lot of the stuff they do on camera is it's like pre-done before the camera even rolls so like they already grated the cheese they already cut all of this they, they have all the Sometimes things they have in those really nice looking like clear bowls or whatever they're like we here we yeah. have two cups of sugar and you know all the ingredients but they have like 10 bowls sitting on the counter people don't realistically do that <laughs> so it's like I, yeah. if it were me i would go like go to the fridge pull out the bag of grated you know already grated cheese and just i don't know i guess measure it somehow mm -hmm. what, what would i make yeah. to, what would i make that needed me to measure cheese like maybe a pizza or something any, any italian dish because Lasagna, you know at the pasta. end it's always gonna ask it's always gonna ask you how much parmesan when you want which even though it tells you like a cup you put the whole parmesan in there like every, like you buy the whole block and just grate the whole thing that's how it works and then you put 
you know, it'll tell you mozzarella. You just dump the, the the little the big ball in there. You don't even cut that up because why? Mozzarella's good. Don't don't judge me. Cheese is good. Cheese is good for sure. Cheese is like uh, like uh, it's good. I had pizza today. <laughs> I held it down. I felt good. That's good. That's very good. All right. Some other stuff <laughs> coming up here. We've got a lot of new music on the way. Uh, various circles like Tom Onsen, Murder Ground, Flat Frog is what's playing right now, Amaterasu Records, Hachimitsu Lemon, um, and we also have something from the last Liz Triangle album. Apparently, it's it's their last one, and they're done after that. So uh, I don't know if you oh, I don't know if you knew no! DMJ, but Liz Triangle. Oh, I've been out of the loop. Oh, that sucks. Liz Triangle is so good. What I know. A good circle. Liz Triangle oh. has been. Like, it was one of our tribe's favorite circles, and so I think, like, we've had it on the station since the beginning, so. They, like, have that, like, really nice, like, kind of house, but not quite house, and, like, sound, oh. They've got a, yeah, they've got a definite sound, for sure, so. Well, we'll get into that and some other stuff here um you know since you're here dmj i figured i would put this towards the beginning of our playlist tonight uh we've got something from the new album vampire kiss and uh i'm gonna give you one guess as to who the vocalist on that track is mm, is it arc brown it, it could be it's it's, <laughs> it's kind of weird though like it's this whole album a lot of the songs on this album anyway feel like there's something we should play like towards like halloween but it's still funky it's still cool and definitely new so let's jump into it here first one is recollection from the album simlacrum and this is gensoki radio live number 65 
This is Gensoki Radio Live number 65 tonight. We have tagged out DMJ and we've swapped him in with Zara. So, uh, hey. Hi there. That was totally planned, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, it's unfortunate that you two missed each other, but uh, we got you caught up and uh, now we're here at this point. It's okay. There will be a point in time two months from now where we will be together and you will not be here. Yeah, that's true. And that's all right. You guys can, I don't know, talk about all sorts of... One thing that DMJ did say was that he wanted to potentially do more podcast stuff, which I I like the idea of, but at the same time, you guys need to get the first one done first. Yeah, that's... Uh... That's a thing, isn't it? It is a, a little bit of a thing. Like, you know, the, not cart before the horse, but, you know, it, hopefully we'll get there sometime. Sometime before the next comic cut. <coughs> anyway, so, uh, yes, in our Discord chat, a lot of people are talking about the fact that a 100% orange juicer, at least the people who uh, made it, currently have a Kickstarter out there for orange juice plushies. Now, it's not what you think. It's not just like a plushie of a cup of orange juice. It's uh, the characters from the game. And I, I think Na Nano can talk a little bit more about this, but I, you know, he, oh boy, because I haven't really been paying attention. You've been paying more attention to this <clears throat> than I have. So maybe uh, everyone keeps uh, okay. saying like Starbreaker. Is, is this going to be a thing? All right, all right. All right. All right. So as of what was it? 12 days ago, I think roughly they do. I think they did a month on Kickstarter. Um, our friends down at Fruit Bat Factory, um, they publish the popular Steam game 100% Orange Juice, along with uh, some of its uh, derivative titles, or rather uh, core titles that 100% Orange Juice features in its game. They are doing a Kickstarter fundraiser for um, some custom plushies of the characters from the game, and they are uh, actually doing quite well. Um, I'm going to link this into the Discord, um, but they, they have a, a number of characters that they want to get funded to produce out, um, plus some extra characters as stretch goals, and they've already, I think, reached halfway through their, uh, more than halfway through their, their ultimate goal here. So they're, they're already, the, the key parts to the fundraiser have already been funded. Right now they're just purely on the stretch portion to commission and design the extra characters so that if you uh, back them, you'll get have a choice of which ones you want to have shipped to you, I think, about halfway through the year. I'll once again, put this in the Discord's general chat. But um, no, it's been, it's been fun. Um, Starbreaker, which was one of my favorite, personal favorite characters, has recently reached its stretch goal um, at $29,000 funded. Right now they are at a clean, what are they at? 32,300 or something like that. Yeah, and it seems to be like, they, they started out saying, we need to hit this number, and if we do, we'll have the two plushies out. And like, it's like every 7,000-ish or so, they'll add another character to the mix. So it just so happens that, you know, the Starbreaker was at a certain level, they got past it, now they're, gonna keep going and i don't even know what happens after uh this point as far as any potential stretch goals they might have i mean um, i just want the best fight i just want the best brawler in the game 
We'll have to uh, let to see as they get closer. They might, if it does continue. I, I can't imagine it getting beyond their final stretch goal. Yeah. As, as harsh as that might sound, just because that's the way Kickstarters they they start out strong and then the support usually dies off. This one has that interesting side effect that like there there's a lot of people who want all the characters and so as it gets closer to another character they'll up their pledge and you're kind of seeing these rhythmic spikes as as it's about to teeter off and plateau but it's within a certain range people will up their pledge and suddenly it meets that next next goal and then it kind of teeters off again so I mean it could maintain this rather uh, sporadic rhythm we'll have to see um, because it's it's not even halfway through the campaign Wow, uh, yeah. So. so, for being less than halfway through, they've had a lot of traction. So, I'm pretty good. Yep, and I'm doing some Starbreaker fan art because Starbreaker got funded. It, you know, Brennan Chad mentions that there's a $3,000 tier, and I think, what is that? Like, you get 100 plushies? It's The, the description kind of alludes to, like, you want to fill a swimming pool full of plushies? Well, here you go. <laughs> A hundred plushies of your choice. Apparently someone actually did that, so uh, good on them, I guess. What, what is uh, it? There is one backer. There is this overarching question, though, and that is, what is it with people wanting plushies in the first place? I just buy 100% OJ stuff. Like, that's why I buy their games. I can get the characters in the game. <laughs> All right, well, whatever. Fair enough. Uh, to each their own, I suppose. Speaking of games, we've got another thing that we were going to talk about um i kind of wish puzzle was here for it but he wasn't able to make it for tonight's show uh we've been talking about the idea of doing a game review specifically for like fan games and maybe some of the official games even that are, are newer uh for uh just toho games in general and you know there's a couple of thoughts behind this uh, one of them being that as toho has hit steam we kind of predict, or at least one prediction, is that the not necessarily the number of fan games would increase, but that since it's more visible in the West, we may see more people here in the West publishing on Western platforms like Steam, uh, some of the works that they've done. And as it becomes, I guess, more, I, I don't think prevalence the word, but as more games become available, uh, it might be worth kind of looking into some of these what source other than like perhaps i don't know steam reviews obviously but if you don't want to look at those or you just want a, a second opinion um we've been toying around the with the idea of having someone um a member of our staff just going and reviewing some of or i guess a lot of these games depending on how many there are i guess but so what are your thoughts on that? Uh, we've we've posted this idea on our forum on Gensokyo Radio, which if you didn't know, we have a forum now. Um, just visit the website and there's a tab there. Um, you do need an account, obviously. But it's over there um, and we've been gathering ideas. People have been tweeting back, us, back at us on Twitter about it and uh, people are generally receptive to this idea. You know, it's, uh, I guess the, the, the thought is uh, one person said that there just aren't a lot of people who go out of their way to do this for this sort of niche of games that we have. So it could be uh, a nice thing to have. I don't know what your guys' thoughts on it are, but... Uh... 
Hmm. That is what Zara maybe says. If, maybe if they blow up and become Kumos, I'll get one. <laughs> and maybe if they had a character I actually like. What, the games? No, the uh, plushies. Because that's definitely not what I was just talking about. Oh, what? What were we talking about? I kind of lost track, I guess. Way to pay attention, Zara. I'm good. I'm this good. is excellent. I'm glad to have you here as a host on the show. This is this is what we here are here for. Starting off with a blast. <laughs> I need time my to warm still, up. My mind is hey, still on the I have my coffee. I was prepared for this. Speaking of coffee, we I have... just came back from a nine to five, so <laughs> I'm ready. Speaking of coffee, we didn't mention this at all during our last show, but we had pre-orders last month for shirts and mugs. We've been asking about this for, you know, several months before this point, but uh, people, there, there were quite a few people who wanted to see the Digital Miko t-shirts come back, and we did a pre-order for them, the pre-order was successful, we ordered shirts, and we have them in stock. So that's a thing. We're still at, we're still towards the end of the pre-order process where we have the things, we just need to package them and ship them, and then we'll make it open for everyone else. We just need to get this initial sort of step out of the way. And then after that, yeah, it's uh, we'll have them in stock and you can get them from the website. So look forward to soon. that. And if, you pre and if you pre-ordered a shirt, it will happen soon, as Zara says. The mugs have our logo on them it's um yeah just their gensoki radio logo mugs it's a black i think 10 ounce ceramic mug uh let me let me grab a couple from this box i have sitting behind me here you guys like one other thing that i want to mention is that the this stuff takes up so much space like it's it's stupid i have two giant boxes full of mugs i have two giant boxes full of shirts and it's there's just so much cardboard. Like, here, he, he, here we go. Wow, okay, that was louder than I thought it was gonna be. Uh, <laughs> but those are, that's the sound of two Gensoki Radio ceramic mugs hitting each other and not breaking each other. And, uh, I shouldn't do that again, or we may actually see some breakage. Okay. Try not to smash the merchandise before the customer gets his hand on it. Yes. But, yeah, so, proof. We have them here, and, uh, go, go grab one if you want. But not yet. It's very soon. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's a thing. It's exciting. Um, yeah, totally. Uh, there, there's one little hitch though, and that is initially we had said that, like we, I, I don't know how many of you out there know what the original Digital Miko T-shirts looked like. If you look on the website, we have a photo, or not really a photo. We have a mock-up of what the. Um, if you look at me, you'll see. Yes. Zara's got the old shirt. The website has the... It's basically the same design, but the, it's modified to have our new logo on there because we made the first shirts in 2013. So, I mean... Uh, and... On the back, we were going to have a GR logo that was the same color as the logo on the front of the shirt. Unfortunately, they printed it in the wrong color. So, we're currently talking to them about that. And... Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. It's not bad. Like, the logo is there. It looks like it's a clean print and everything, but it's just the wrong color. So, um, yeah. So we'll keep you posted on that, and hopefully we hear back from our, uh, our, our printer on that note. So, it's, uh, supposed to be blue, but it's purple, which totally works still, because our logo is purple. So, hmm. Anyway. 
So that is a thing as Zara shrug that gif. Excellent. So that's what I got. We're towards the uh, end of the segment here. So Zara, what was the song that you requested last night before you uh, you left? Oh, it was a uh, it was a new song uh, from the new comic hat. Um, there are two tracks in particular in the new comic hat that really really plucked it really plucked at my strings mm -hmm. specifically because it's like it is in the style of um 80s pop like like the with if you if you think of like 80s pop and 80s disco you think of those you think of the percussions and the um and synths and there were two there were two tracks that kind of did the uh 80s thing for me and one of them was on the new album like Late Night Beat 7? Mm-hmm. Let me figure out which, what this, the name of it was. Uh, well, it was track 7. I'm, I'm going to do the same thing as I did once on a different show. It's track, uh -huh. track 7 it's of called, Late Night Beat 7. And it's it's called, track 7. It's called uh, Compact and Mobile. Excellent. It's from the artist or the circle... Um, Hachimitsu Lemon. Hey. It is Aizawa. Excellent. So we're going to get into that one right now. This is Gensoki Radio Live number 65. Thanks for being here, and we'll, back, we'll be back very shortly.
This is Gonzoki Radio Live number 65 tonight. Thanks for joining us, as always, here in our Discord chat, discord.gg slash gr. If you are not here, there's a lot of people who are coming in who are saying they almost forgot about tonight's show. So we've been making sure to keep people informed, obviously, on Discord. Uh, Twitter is another thing that we're on. We also have a Steam group. It's kind of weird, but we actually originally did the whole community thing through Steam, the you know the game platform that we were talking about just a little bit ago. Uh, but there's a couple of other things that you can find us through these days as well. Uh, one of them being a, well, besides Facebook. Facebook's another one we're on. But uh, there's a couple new platforms that we're on as well. If you are there, uh, you can check us out on uh, Instagram, which is, of course, everyone is... I mean, it's, it's, it's weird. Like, Instagram is actually one of the top three biggest social platforms in existence. I think it's like... I don't know. It's it's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram are the three big ones, apparently. And I didn't know that until I actually started looking into it a little bit. Uh, so that's a thing. Yeah, we're just uh, Gensoki Radio on Instagram, so you can check us out there. Uh, we've been posting basically very similar content as to what you'll find on our Twitter feed, but at some point in the not-too-distant future, we'll sort of uh, break away a little bit and we'll have stuff that's only in Instagram. So if you want to check out some of that content, uh, it'll be out there. Um, some of the things we've been posting about, uh, I mentioned that I had practiced cooking for a potential cooking show coming up. Uh, we've got a photo of literally the stew, the grilled cheese, and the croissants that I was making that night. Uh, I know, super exciting, right? Not really. But um, what's a little more exciting, though? What's a little more exciting is if we did a cooking show a couple months from now, it would be in a different kitchen. It would be in a, a new kitchen, even. So, and it's uh, it's it's pretty cool. So, I mean, I put a, a photo of that out there, and you can check it out if you want. The other one that we're on is Line, which is, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's apparently different like groups and organizations that are out there beyond being a platform that people can confront each other on, and it's basically. Zara, maybe you know more about Line than I do. It's basically a messaging and... Yeah, it's a messaging app. As far it's as... It's just a messaging app, really. The only... Well, there are only two real, like, aspects that allow, that really that make it stand out from every other messaging app in the world. Uh, it's that one, there are a bunch of, like, these stickers Mm -hmm. that uh these kind of like stickers that work like emotes and you put you can send stickers to each other like emotes um but they, they're like sent they sent as their own message so you just throw stickers at each other like emotes just throw them back and forth and the other aspect is that it is far in a way the most dominant form of messaging communication in japan so if you're following if you want to like um if there's a japanese company you're looking at or a japanese person or anything odds are they have they have like a line account spitting out messages at people right and, uh, and to that end of course as we play you know, primarily Japanese music, it makes sense for us to be online. Um, now, here's the weird thing about Line. Uh, as an individual, you can set up your name however you want it to be, but if you're a group, there's a slightly different path that you take to get an account. And so, we're not at Gensokia Radio for the reason that it would cost us, like, some fee every month or every year or something and it was like we don't really know if anyone's gonna even follow us on this yet it maybe it could happen 
Capitano. But if you want to follow us on there, uh, the easiest way would be if we had a link, which I don't have at this point, but our handle is at YBA8231J. I'll say it one more time. It's YBA8231J. It definitely doesn't roll off the tongue. It'd be so much better if we had, you know, uh, an actual handle, but Line is weird and wants us to pay for the ability to set up a custom handle. So if we have enough people on there, then fine, we'll go and grab that custom handle. But until that point, we just want to see if there's anyone who's even interested in following us on there. Um, I posted tonight that we would have a show um, about half an hour before it started, and I also posted another thing yesterday reminding people, anyone that was following, which at this point is me, <laughs> and only me, uh, that it would, you know, j I'm just basically giving out reminders on a, in a way that's different from Twitter, because Twitter at this point, although we originally had a Twitter account for updates and, like, downtime and things like that, we are using it much more in the way that I think it was intended to be used, which is just your general, like, day-to-day -day or week-to-week -week or whatever updates, any announcements that you want to make, essentially. So, Line's going to be just another way to find out and to be reminded of when we're going to have, um, you know, shows and maybe if we're doing, like, another shirt thing or something. Uh... Nala and chat, we definitely do have a Gensoki Radio Twitter account. It's at Gensoki Radio. So check us out on there. Oh, All right. that, that, that's much easier, isn't it? Yes. It's so much easier to just say that than the like number and letter combination. The nuclear launch code. <laughs> Basically, yeah. You got that right. So that's cool. Um, there's a couple big things that are coming up, um, and one of the things that I'll talk about at this point, uh, flip a coin here, which one of these do I want to talk about? Hey, Nano, you around? Maybe. So, uh, let's talk about a certain game that ended, um, what was it, I think about a year or so ago? That was December 2016, I think. Yeah. So a little more than a year ago. Um, those of you who remember the game, the the um, online PC-based golf game, Pena, will know that the servers for it went down in December of 2016, as Nano just mentioned. Um, they had servers still available for Japan for a while, and then those went down as well. And then that was it. Pena was basically no longer around for anyone to play. Um, but what's happened in the, the fairly recent um, times is that this past December they had a closed beta test for their new Panya mobile app. It's a, it's a game on your phone. And it is different than, you know, your classic, like, how you remember Panya being on the computer, but it does have some of the same characters and some of the same mechanics. Um, so, yeah, and, uh, just, uh, what was it, I think on February 8th, that was just a couple days ago, they released it, and it is now open to the public. So that's pretty neat. Uh, Nana, are you gonna say something? Uh, I don't think anything to add. Um, but, I mean, I guess, I don't know how many of our listeners are actually familiar with what Pena was, and that was a very, very, uh, 
anime themed Korean golf MMO. Uh, which ends up becoming more of a dress-up simulator with a nice golf component on the side. But um, what happened to the game was that, although it was pretty popular for a, a decent amount of time, it was it, just, it did not get the updates it needed to sort of survive into more modern markets and more modern competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I mean, it, it did undergo some engine revisions and things that get better, but it was one of those that... Uh, the dev time needed to bring it back in to sort of that that sort of production spotlight it kind of needed to keep going never was applied to the game so eventually just teetered off popularity went down and they eventually had to shut down um servers worldwide uh yeah and it was i don't know if you mentioned this but it was a free-to-play thing so yeah their their primary i guess income stream was people buying cosmetic items or tokens for gotcha or stuff like that yeah uh, but it was something that we occasionally played with our uh, listeners actually a long 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 time ago um, long well, <laughs> more, been, yeah it's been more, a while uh, or with uh, the pre the, uh, the, the Toho Fight Night Network we, we used to play that occasionally as well mm-hmm. um, so it's kind of a, a memory lane type thing Yeah. Uh, then it is a, a full on recommendation but definitely keep your keep your eyes out for it um right now it's region locked however it is uh, its main um region is thai um it uses line for authentication so if you have a line account you can already sign in um but it is has native english support uh among some other languages so it's not there's no real blocker apart from getting a hold of the app for iphone or android yep so naturally nano and i have tried this out a little bit and we can kind of go into a little bit uh what it's what it's like i guess you'd have to make some assumptions and some comparisons to the old version of the game so like well i don't know it's it's tough if you if you've never if you've never seen the game then it's tough to sort of make uh these comparisons what i recommend is that's uh, if they're interested let them have some time look it up and then we can talk about it in the next segment all right sure so we'll do that that'll work out all right and okay um i've got this other topic here that we'll we'll cover uh shortly before the next song um yeah so those of you in discord know that we have a bot called lunar bot it is a very useful um just basically javascript based bot that you can input a a command to and it will spit out output so a lot of people will do exclaim playing and it'll say what the currently playing song is although if you do it right now everyone in discord um it doesn't work during live shows but it works all the rest of the time damn it everyone's gonna be ooh, what does this thing do and then it'll give you a song but it'll be completely wrong so um so yeah uh but something happened uh, about a week ago with lunar bot and that was that i was going in and uh, you know a lot of people have been asking like coming into discord randomly and being like "Ooh, how do i add your bot to my server so that i can play the station and to which i reply that's not a thing that lunar bot can do you can't 
like invite Lunarbot to your voice channel or whatever and have it start playing the radio station. However, it's entirely possible to do this, and there are other Discord bots that do this, such as, I believe it is Fred in our Discord chat, uh, made Fredboat, which is a very popular Discord bot, um, and they made a spin-off of that called Bot, and that one actually can play the station as a Discord bot. But we wanted Lunarbot to have similar functionality as well, just so that, just to try it, really. So I went in, looked up how to do this, and first thing I saw was, okay, uh, Lunarbot's going to need a plugin. It's um, basically, there's like a, an MP3 codec type thing that you need in the back end. So I went, uh, pulled that down from a repository and it installed it's called um it's called lame i don't i don't know if it's an acronym or something but it's lame is the mp3 codec thing that you need so i got that and it said lame has been installed and 114 other uh packages have been uninstalled and i'm like wait what so i checked the directory and everything else had been completely nuked lunarbot was still alive in discord for the time being but so I, I I was sitting there with lame. I didn't even have Lunarbot anymore. Like it was gone. Now luckily I had a backup of Lunarbot and I had to uh, go pull that. I had to basically uninstall everything, reinstall everything. And uh, one of our moderators, Lertolomy, over there is really good at this kind of thing, and he helped me out with just like here's how you want to structure this so that it doesn't happen again. So thank you, Ptolemy, out there for that. That was very helpful. We got Lunarbot running. Um, within the same day um it was well i mean i say that but like lunarbot got nuked like in the evening and then like it was fixed at like three in the morning or something and then i went to sleep <laughs> so uh, that's what i do for this station so there you go all right we've got another song from uh this album simlicrum this is linking starlights and after that is a song from Liz Triangle's last album called Triangle. So let's get into this. And this is Gensoki Radio Live number 65.
You're listening to Gensoki Radio Live number 65. It is that time of the night where we talk about who's listening a little bit. This is countries, listeners, and supporters. So right now we have people from Australia, Belgium, Canada, Estonia, Finland, France, Germany, Japan, Latvia, Russia, South Africa, Spain, the UK, the US, and Vietnam. All listening tonight. Thanks, everyone. And as, as for listeners, we've got Mel Havoc, Cross 80, 839, David with a 5, Bryn, Flopple, Razli, Razli, Taikuri, Shining, Kagechi, Waifu Bot, oh boy, Chris1, I Hate You All, Kagero Days, Mr. Sketchy Etchy, Astro Ninja1, Crimson, Sea Soul, and Woo Man. Thanks everyone out there for listening tonight. Alright. And the other list I need to pull up here. Uh, people who are currently supporting us are Zeronic, Meme Slayer, that's a new one. Welcome to the uh, soup orders, I guess, or supporters, depending on how you want to say that. Wanamingo, Kagero Days, General Coolman, Mr. Sketchy Echi, Irani, and Kisone Kinoma. You guys are awesome. Thank you for being supporters. If you want to help support what we do, uh, the people behind the station, because uh, we do a lot of stuff uh, behind the station. As we mentioned, when things break, we need to fix them. When we want to do something new, like some like new cool feature, or even like a whole site design like we had with GR7 that released November last year, uh, we're the people who do it, and it takes a lot of time and effort to get that stuff done. So if you're interested in supporting the people behind the station, we have a Patreon out there. It is patreon.com slash lunarspotlightmedia, and we thank everyone who is a part of it out there. There's more people than who I mentioned. Those are just some of the key players out there. Zero Nick has almost been with us for a year, and I'm sure there's others who have been uh, more than a year. That was just something I saw quickly. But uh, thanks, everyone, regardless of how uh, little or how long you've been a part of the group. Now, what are some other things that we work on behind the scenes at GR? Well, we have got... What is it, Shining? Did I... What's going on, Shining? <laughs> They're calling my name. Don't leave him hanging. Um, what? Uh, so... I pull okay people are people are saying that I miss names. I am polling people who are current supporters at the $10 level and up. That is the requirement for getting your name called out on the station. So anyone out there who's listening, there you go. That is that's the list of names that I pull and I can give you a screenshot if you think otherwise. But anyway, what are some of the things that we do behind the scenes at Kentucky Radio. Well, right now, as part of GR7, there are a couple of big features that we were talking about um, getting together, one of them being an API. Uh, I sent out a tweet about this a number of months ago, and yeah, people are still complaining, but I'll let them complain, and they can talk to me after the show. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the API will help do things like uh, enable... Well, okay, for like, for example, uh, if you do the exclaim playing, there is the ability for LunarBot to pull information from the station and tell you what the currently playing song is. That is like a simple API thing. Um, but there's other stuff that an API would be able to tell you as well. Uh, for example, if you wanted to have some way to uh, search for an artist or an album or a circle or um, just 
I guess even song history, which is something that we have on the station right now, but there's not an API for it. There's like some of the other integration pieces that we can display on the website. Um, if we make them available via an API, then other people can use that information as well. Um, whether it's just for searching for information or using it in a custom application. For example, uh, Lunatic Player is another way that you can listen to the radio station. It's a, it's a fan project that someone else made uh, here in Discord. You can shout yourself out if you want, um, but they have been working on it. It's just another way to listen to the station. I think it's like a, a Windows app, um, and it, ha it includes a little bit of history, and other stuff and and a lot of that is largely made possible by the just api stuff that we have in the background so yeah uh so stuff like that we're we have the framework for a lot of that put together the the piece where you can find out what's currently playing has been out there for a long time but there's additional stuff that we want to put out there as well uh one other big thing that we want to get out there is the uh, localization piece so gr7 said uh, one of the big things we, when we were saying when we were still working on it and telling people about it is that we'll have the ability to um, choose a language. So if English isn't your native language, um, you know, it, display the site in whatever language. Now this would largely be things like the buttons and like just some of the, like instead of saying title in English, it would be like title in Kana or, or something in the case of Japanese. Um, so just stuff like that. Uh, we aren't asking for like a full translation of the news articles and things because that would just be way too much, but uh, just getting some real basic stuff out there would help people navigate the site and understand what the heck the buttons do because anything helps if it's not your native language or you're having difficulty even reading or figuring out how to interact with the website so that's another piece we're working on so that's what i got now hopefully people have had a little bit of time to look into uh what panga is if they wanted to we were going to get back into uh just what what are some of the differences between the original PC version that was out there for the it was out there for like 11 12 ish years before it was shut down um, but now it's back in mobile form so there's a lot there's a lot of uh, key differences here nano I don't know how much time you've spent looking into the app I think I've probably spent a little bit more time but yeah I'd say you might have a bit more uh, core knowledge than I would right now okay yeah so the basic idea is, I mean, it, it's a golf game, right? So at its core, there's certain mechanics that you kind of come to expect from a golf game. Um, there's a slider on the bottom of the screen. If you like hit a button or click once or whatever, in this case, it's tapping the screen in a certain location. It will start this sort of um, like power bar or meter bar. Um, going from one side to the other and if it gets to the end that's like max power and then when it like you hit the button when it's at max power and then there's a thing that goes back the other direction and you have to hit it again in order to determine what the accuracy of your hit is so that mechanic is largely the same it does travel in the opposite direction compared to the original pc version of panya and i think nano and i kind of figured that since most people are right-handed like tapping the screen with your right thumb is probably more natural i guess so i mean 
ultimately the mechanic is the same, it just is mirrored. So it's still really easy to figure out what that does. You know, what are the consequences of, of having the hit marker be in whatever location? You either hit the ball farther or not as far, or you hit the ball less accurately so it travels more to the left or to the right, as opposed to uh, where you wanted to hit it, probably. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing is there it's you know pretty standard that like i think in most golf games actually like regardless not even panya um is that you have like you choose a character or a person or whoever at the beginning and you kind of go with that character as you progress um this mobile version of panya has a story mode which the pc version did not have and one thing that's really different about it is that you bring three characters along for you know, just going through the game and golfing. So, and each character has their own sort of individual trait, like something that sort of defines their character. So there's a character that has more power and will hit the ball farther. There's a character that is more accurate and uh, is, I think, like less affected by things like wind and things like that, or maybe has a, a larger... Um, area to hit for the accuracy portion of when you're you're um, hitting the ball. Uh, and then there's a third character that might be better at putting. So like say your first character in the lineup is the power character, the second character is the accurate character to hit the green, and then the third character is your putting character. And that works out sometimes, but then I mean like eventually the order will be kind of out of order and you have a certain number of um, chances to switch out characters if you want uh, to sort of skip ahead depending on the situation. How so, many hats are there? How many hats? Um, so you can't, I mean like very similar to what the PC version of the game was, you can, uh, you have like different outfits, different clubs that you can give, which will actually have different statistics too, so like more accuracy or uh, more power, etc. Um, I don't, I want to say there are hats, but I'm not actually sure. So I don't know. There probably are, but I, as for how many, I have no idea. <laughs> it's still probably a dress up game at its core, so it, a bunch likely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's really what, uh, that's one of the big allures of Panya, and as far as their their model, I mean, it is a free uh, a free game. You download it and you play it. But it is very much a uh, free-to-play game in the sense that you can still um, exchange actual money for their premium currency in the game uh, or other stuff. They have a gotcha um, sort of mechanism as well. So there, a lot of the things that were pre like sort of side things in the previous version of the game are still present in the mobile version. You can just have your character, you can do gotcha, you can get tickets for things that, honestly, I don't really understand, but it's it's like, there's just extras. The things that give the game a little bit more depth besides just going on a golf course uh, for three holes or whatever and hitting a ball around. So, I mean, you know, it's one of the things that kind of makes it a little more interesting and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I have for that. Uh, what are your impressions? so far now um uh i would say initial 
impressions are mixed because although it is unique to have a rotating three-person team, uh, there are just some areas in the game that kind of require a certain character at a certain time um, to say, you know, hit over a river or something. And if you don't have a power character rotated at that right time, you might be uh, you might be pressed to uh, take a dip into the water or have to take two shots when everyone else might be taking one. Hmm. So, like, it's the uh, it it could be very punishing for mistakes or like courses that have different lengths to it. I, I don't know how I feel about it right now. It's just kind of weird. It's something that's different. I'm not sure if it's something that I will like long term if I continue playing. But I, I would say it's mixed. The game does look uh, pretty clean. Um, it seems to run smooth for the most part on my tablet. Uh, I enjoy what limited exposure I've had to it. But as for a long term recommendation, I cannot. Okay. Yeah, there's some other areas of the game too that obviously still need a little bit of polish. I think we discovered yesterday that there's a way to figure out what the chances in Gotcha are, and yeah, when you open that, you. it brings you to some screenshots of like an ex- an Excel spreadsheet. Yep. In- instead of being a- an integrated thing, uh, it, 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 like it's probably one of those things that has to be in the game and so they're just like okay we'll throw this in to meet the requirement and then maybe we'll prettify it later but I think they have to disclose what they what what the rates are for their their uh their gotcha mm-hmm. i think that's a that's a requirement to me that it's got to be there it's just the their execution um, of it it's still better than trying to loophole around the law yeah yeah <laughs> So, so yeah, it it looks like a game. I mean, there's some parts of it that are really polished. Like if there's a few different graphic settings, you can you can turn it up if your device can handle it, and it is really pretty. So, Uh, and it it like there's no drop frames or anything. It just looks well put together in some ways and then in other ways it looks like there could be a little bit more polish applied but again it did just come out two days ago to the public so we'll see how we'll see how it goes from here my only major gripe is that it does take a bit to get used to the input delay um that is a learning curve that i discovered so it might not be super responsive to uh older hardware i see okay well i've been running the game on an s7 and it seems like I think I there is a little bit of a gap between when you hit the screen and when it detects, so that uh, like the marker stops and that determines your power or your accuracy or whatever. Um, but I almost feel like that would have been pretty similar to the old game as well because whether whether it's like hardware delay or or game delay or something like the time that between when you'd hit the button on the keyboard and when it would uh, actually stop in the game. I I guess the delay wouldn't have been as bad or as noticeable, but that is one thing to keep in mind too, I suppose. Cool. All right. Uh, About 40 minutes left to go here in the show. Uh, We've got one other big topic to cover, but we are almost at the end of this break. So I'm going to move into the next segment and then we'll talk about the next big thing at Gensoki Radio. This is something from the album Lives. It is Wavy KP featuring Tiny Planets. It's a funky song and I hope you like it. We'll be right back here on Gensoki Radio Live number 65.
Radio Live number 65 tonight. Thank you once again, everyone, for being here. I am joined by Nano and Zara for this show. All right. So what is the one other kind of big thing? What's the next big thing at GR? Well, let's take a look here. I don't know. Do I have paper? No. Okay. Well, 
So those of you who have been here for a while know that I've been occasionally posting uh, images of some cool drone photography. Uh, my family is is building a house on their land, and at this point in time, it is almost complete. So, what does that mean? Well, since I'm staying with my family for now, uh, not a permanent solution necessarily by any means, but uh, what it means for now is that the studio will be moving in the not too distant future. It could happen as soon as the end of this uh, this coming week here. And, uh, yeah, so that, that is it. I, we've actually thought ahead a little bit and we've got a new PO box. And so, yeah, if you get anything from our store, that's where it's going to be from. But yeah, it's, uh, that is indeed a thing. I don't know who that is. Um, so yeah, what does that mean? Like if we had the cooking show, I mentioned that it would be in a new kitchen and, uh, I'm almost, you know, trying to like the cooking show as a reason to use it. I mean, I, I would use it anyway because I've been doing, I've been actually cooking on a regular basis. So this is a good thing. And, uh, that's pretty much what I got. Now, the other thing is like, what's interesting is if you recall from, if you've been here a while, live number 43, when we did the uh, show with DJ Koishi from Komiji Records, I drove about five-ish hours to uh, to their place out there in, in the middle of Wisconsin. And we're not moving that far away from where we currently are. Um, but we are moving across the state line, and so it will be in Wisconsin. Um, so, yeah, th there's a lot of weird things that happen. I've never actually moved outside of Minnesota. So this is going to be an experience. Uh, it's already been an experience just kind of seeing how construction has been going and I've been I've been kind of the photographer for the for the whole like build process and things so I have a lot of photos I've shared a lot of them with you guys um, if you take a look in the photography channel and discord uh, you'll find some of the drone photography out there you'll find some of the other photos out there um, and I guess one of the more recent ones was the the photo of, of what sort of kitchen environment we'd be working in if we did that cooking show so hey if you uh, if we postpone the cooking show long enough and I get my own place we can do the cooking with Alice show hey there you go although I remember we were talking with someone else that uh, was also like their their job is as a cook I guess um, this was uh, one of Zeranik's friends that we haven't had on the show before, but I know he makes really good food. I've never had the the opportunity to try it, unfortunately, but uh, there, there are so many, so many good positive comments coming from what he makes. So I'm really curious to see uh, if he'd be able to join us for something like that and what that would entail. Now, what we did for the last cooking show, if you don't know, is we actually had a hybrid stream. We've done, a, I think, a few hybrid streams at this point where we broadcast the show here on Gensoki Radio, but then we also have a stream up on uh, a video platform like Twitch. Twitch is what we've been using um, historically. And so what we did for the cooking show was DMJ had set up his webcam on like this weird tripod thing. Uh, kind of looking down at his setup, and then I had uh, a camera as well set up on like a little 
um, desk or in this case counter tripod and uh, I mean it was it was pretty like I don't know, it, it worked right it provided a window into what we were doing if you were on the station we talked about what we were doing and if you were on twitch then we obviously you could see what it was we were actually doing um, to take that a step further though uh, if you recall, uh, we had a game night, and I don't remember exactly what show that was, but the game night had a video stream where it was myself, DMJ, and Nano, and we did that through, um, well, Discord didn't have their video thing yet, so we did it through Skype, which was good because it provided, um, like, three different, or, well, I guess in my case, two different, uh, um, cameras to just do like a screen capture of and then I put those up and then we put it together a little better on uh, on the Twitch stream that day uh, and it worked out pretty well actually so for a cooking show um, I'm we're definitely not limited to just two people um, by any means or or even one camera per person I would uh, well no I guess in the case it, um, for you guys I could I could I don't think we could do more than one camera, but for where we're broadcasting from, which would be wherever I am, uh, we could do more than one camera angle, technically. Because at this point, I've got, you know, our our webcam, I've got um, you know, other stuff I could set up. Uh, technically speaking, we did have two cameras going where I was in the last cooking show, but the second camera was so that the people on Skype could see me. So there, there's some moments we have a we have a YouTube video of this too somewhere that I'll have to grab the link for, but uh, you'll see me kind of like look at or point to or reference this other laptop that's sitting off screen, and that is that was the second uh, camera where I was yeah. able to see the others. So there's some there's some cool things that we can do with this. It, provided we have enough bandwidth, and we should, um, yeah. One one of the one of the difficulties actually of figuring out things before we actually move to the new place is uh, trying to figure out internet access because it's in a place that uh, is not as densely populated. Uh, they don't have cable internet out there at this point. I think they have. Um, there's a company out there that has fiber that runs along a nearby county road, but we would, they would have to actually like dig a new line out to the house. So that's, um, yeah, that's interesting. Yes. Kaguro Days, it was the show where we played Quiplash and it was a fun show. Um, I almost considered doing one for like last month's show, but DMJ wasn't around and the timing wasn't quite right. So. But, uh, you know, I think we'll do another one of those at some point. Anytime we do, like, a different stream, it's always, like, it's an, it's an additional challenge, but it's also fun for us in a certain way, you know? So, it's, a, it's an exercise in, like, trying to keep things consistent on the station while adding this extra element. So, it is, it's kind of fun. Um, so, Zara, if you got in on a cooking show... What kind of food do you think you would make? Um, <laughs> that is uh, that is uh, a bridge that I will cross. That I would cross about ten minutes before the show begins. Oh no! Why would you do that? Like you, you wouldn't have the ability to like prep beforehand. Would you literally like 
open the basket and see what's inside, like one of those things? Like, what do we yeah, have dude. to work with today? Yeah, dude. This is a guy for a meal out with... Okay. Completely off the cuff. Just uh, open the... Just like, turn on the camera, open the uh, open the cupboard and be like, okay, what are we cooking with today? Okay, there's this, this, that. Okay, let's go. As long as it's not just open the bag of pizza rolls and stick them in the oven. <laughs> or the microwave even, that's even worse. Um, Implying you can't eat Hot Pockets frozen. Well, technically, I... Like, in addition to cooking cookies i also made pizza rolls in the stream so <laughs> but that i was mean if you guys want to live stream to the tony 40 challenge the no not 40, the... I, you know like it might be an entertaining stream it might be good for those who you just take a whole this. bag of 40 the problem is we don't get bags of 40 we get like the super sized bags because we have like a membership I mean, to one of those places you know it's just, it's just, just one look at it and so those who don't know that the tina Postinos, Totino. Once a pizza, one. Okay. Anyway, the Stino's forty. You get your your bag of forty pizza rolls, and the challenge is that you have two people, or how many people you want. I guess it really doesn't matter. And your and the objective is be the first one to finish that bag by any means necessary. You have to be the ones to eat them. But do you do you decide to cook them? Do you microwave them? Nothing's preheated, or do you uh, take the gut root and uh, down them frozen straight? <laughs> straight down because your right. your objective is speed completion is the goal okay so speed running a bag of tortillas pizza rolls. yeah so what do you think is the quickest way to cook 40 pizza rolls then like the oven generally takes a while the microwave is like a lot of people's go-to if they don't want to wait a whole long or you know a whole lot of time but cooking 40 would actually take some time so you know what i'm thinking You'd Put have it to... between your thighs and defrost it. No, no, no. <laughs> Fake. Actual cooking methods. I'm talking like, what if you, um, what if Play you deep fried them? Like You're put, limited. Put ah. them in a, you know, just put, yeah, but then put them in a basket yeah, you, of hot oil. You, you still have your, the thing of oil, right, is that like the cool down period, unless you don't mind, unless you can't feel on your tongue, then never mind. Well, um, I, even with the cook, like, I, I'm just talking like, and mass 40 pizza rolls what's the quickest way to legitimately cook them like not barring your weird methods of warming food <laughs> well, Please, uh, is, is, is this like ways to cook this regardless of winning the challenge or is it just like in general like uh, so like to to deep fry the the pizza rolls right um there, there is a spool up time of heating the oil mm -hmm. uh, well <clears throat> what so wait, so what would the rules be? Like, do you have to heat the oil? What if you just had the oil already heated? No, you, no nothing is preheated. Nothing is, it, you You stand there for frozen bag of pizza rolls. Wow. Start. Okay. Um, well, in that case, I, like microwaving probably would be like your best bet. Yeah, I mean, microwaving. Or, or what about like, what if you start like when you went outside and you start started a fire like just a little campfire and you just I mean, you could. stick 40 pizza rolls on a giant skewer and just heat <laughs> them all up that way i mean there's a couple ways you can do it right because like if you have a you have one of those like insane torches um oh yeah true flashlight like you could you know the ones that like melt plastic and burn holes and yeah, things like yeah. you could just put a couple just sizzle some pizza rolls as you uh try to guzzle through the the plethora of 40. Oh my um gosh. i mean there's other ways of doing it right like you could like since they're frozen right anything at water temperature will will start to like 
put mm-hmm. them in a chewable state, like a gummy. Hold on, so, qu- question. What is water temperature? Water, the, 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 the temperature, like, you, it's a liquid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Like, I mean, you can fill a bowl of hot water, and it's not that much longer, and you can put the bag in, and it'll start to defrost over time. And, you know, as long as it's not, like, teeth-breaking rock uh. solid, you can probably start slurping them down pretty regularly. Now, 40s, the, the other challenge is, can you down 40 of these rolls? And this is this is like where you have to like speak to yourself before you decide to commit like suicide, right? Like you have to actually talk to yourself. Can you do this? Because it's nothing is worse than trying to getting at like 35 pizza rolls of like a of questionable defrosted quality. And then realizing you have five more to go and you can't fuck, you can't, you just, you can't, your body is rejecting your your uh, expedited decision making. Um, <laughs> but I mean, there's some other creative options like torch, or you can light a fire, and or you can get an Elon Musk flamethrower. Only six hundred dollars doesn't take long to school that one up as long as you have the resources to do it. Mm-hmm. See, uh, you campfire it so that you can cook some of them while you're eating like the first few. So it gets better as time goes on. I mean, you can do a hybrid strat and uh, try to go down the frozen ones as you spool up your, uh, as you do the microwave or spool up the deep fryer or get the oven kind of going. Um, heck, you, if you just have a regular toaster, right? The ones that you just press the toast down, and you just shove a couple in there and uh, bada bing, bada boom, as you die, try to go through what you have in the back. Like there, there, there's multiple ways to attack this moving target, right? Uh, that's why it's so fun. The decisions I have taken leading to this point have been less than optimal. <laughs> like how we got that at the same time. Alright, enough pizza rolls for now. Uh, let's, let's jump into more music here. This is something from Murder Ground again after that is from a circle we haven't had on here before. No gimmick, no life. So stay tuned to that. This is Mirage Mirror Ball and we'll be back on Good Soak Radio Live number 65.
Stoic Radio Live number 65. Wrapping it up here in the last few minutes. Where, you know, we talked so much about pizza rolls that we basically just started talking about what we're going to eat after this. Because, like, this show for me starts at 5 p.m. And it ends at 7. And so, like, it's either eat something early or just have a late dinner. It's a weird sort of place for me to be in. But I, you know... I don't mind messing with my my dinner schedule. It's not like it's uh, regular anyway. When yeah, so even more extreme for me, six to eight. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. So, wow. Yeah, okay, I, I guess you're right. I mean, so like, I have a friend who has dinner pretty regularly at 5 or 5.30 or whatever. But as of late, since we've been, like, you know, with the whole moving thing that I was talking about just a bit ago, uh, we, uh, our, our dinner schedule has been really off and we've been having dinner closer to like 6.37 these days, um, which is later than normal for us anyway. I know everyone's kind of got their own thing, but so yeah, that's actually one thing I'm going to be doing pretty much right after this show ends is I'm going to wrap up the uh, recordings I've got because we do record each one of these shows and we make them available after the fact. If you have missed any of our past shows, you can listen to them on Mixcloud, or you can also go to our website at goodsocuradio.net, uh, hit the music tab, and there's a shows tab right next to it, and you hit that, and there's all of the shows that we've done dating back to like Live 25 or 24 or something. Uh, anyway, it goes back quite a bit. Uh, we've also got all of the Stage 5 episodes on there. We don't do those anymore um, because Sean's no longer a part of our team, and he was he was pretty uh, big into those shows. I think I, I, I want to say those shows are actually his idea in a way because he sort of coined the term Stage 5 uh, for the reason that there was a certain game that he just could not get past Stage 5 of. So, anyway... So yeah, I've got a lot of packing ahead of me, um, whether we're moving in a week or we might actually be moving not in a week, uh, depending on like the weird internet situation. So the, the thing, the deal with that is if we want to move immediately, well, like next week, we don't have fiber line out there, but every other company wants you to like sign up on like a two year contract or whatever. But in our case, we would need to wait, like, just a couple months for the ground to thaw, and then they could lay the line, and that would be it, right? So, uh, yeah. So I don't really know what the, uh, what's gonna happen there. If we, and we could move out basically as soon as next week, or, like, three weeks from now? I don't really know. I'll keep you posted, obviously. Regardless, I am still gonna pack some things, because, uh, gotta use the time when you got it, right? And of the hold on of the time that we have right now, I know I'm personally experiencing some connection oddities. You guys still there? Uh, All right, cool. Yeah. Um, for me, we've been talking so much about pizza. I might get pizza. I might have to settle for something else. I don't actually know. Um, <laughs> food is low here because of the whole we're moving thing, if I needed to reiterate that. So uh, like, Ilya requests Valentine's Day plans. Restocking things is not really in the cards right now. Valentine's Day plans, we don't have any right now. Um, Valentine's yeah, Day, I will, prob I will probably be packing on Valentine's Day. So uh, yeah, that's that's my plan. We, we don't have anything on the like, plan for the show or any you know the station or anything like that. It's just another day for the most part, so. I mean, what what do you guys have planned on Valentine's Day? Like, I mean, it's who really plans anything on that day, unless you unless you want to make it a big deal, in which case, like, that's totally yours to do. But for for me and I, probably most people, even even people in a relationship, even like married couples who've been like, you know, like it's just another day. Does it? 
Do you have to? Do you have to buy someone anything? Do you have to get, you know, the flowers or the chocolates or like, that? That's totally. It's up to you. Like it might, depending on what kind of relationship you in. Maybe it's an expectation from the other person. But I'm sure there are people out there who are just kind of like meh, you know. Uh, they'll probably spend the day with us. What's up? So. <laughs> okay. Uh, good stuff. So yeah, that kind of wraps it up here for Gensoki Radio Live. Thanks for tuning in. It is February 10th, 2018, at least right here. I know it's, you know, the next day over for a lot of you. And uh, we'll have the show up in about a week on Mixcloud, Satchel, and our shows tab on GensoQRadio.net. Thanks for tuning in. If you're not already a part of our Discord chat, I know I've said this a couple times already, but discord.gg slash gr. We've got a link on the website as well. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Line as well if you were one of those people who uh, almost forgot about tonight's show. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for being here. And as always, I am Lunar, Fernando, and Zara. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you in the next one.